The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus entered a village where a woman, whose name was Martha, welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary, who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. The Gospel of the Lord. This morning's gospel is maybe one of the most referred to in kind of our common way of talking. because people tend to like to label themselves as a Martha or a Mary. And, uh, and they might say something like, well, I'm more of a Martha than a Mary, or I'm more of a Mary than a Martha. And, and oftentimes, you know, Mary is a representative of people who choose the contemplative life. And Martha, a representative of those who choose more of an active life in, in religious communities. But I think what our Lord reveals to us in today's gospel is that, that it's maybe not supposed to be that binary. Like maybe it's not supposed to be one or the other, but, but there's something to be learned when he says Mary has chosen the better part. Because while Martha is like busying herself with service, Mary's just sitting there listening to our Lord, and she's just sitting in his gaze. And, and the better part that Mary chooses is, is realizing who Jesus is and what he's done. She just doesn't ever want to remove herself from his gaze. And just to stay in his love. And that is a natural desire that that we all have from the time that we're born is this desire to be in somebody's gaze and a desire to be seen. I talked about that on Thursday at date night and how, you know, I always enjoy going to visit my little nieces and nephews and, and oftentimes, you know, when I'm sitting around talking to my siblings, um, one of my little nieces or nephews are like, Uncle Sean, watch, look at this. Watch me do a backflip. Or like they do all these kind of like, you know, shows and things like that because they want to be seen. And, and to be seen is to be affirmed. When, when we look at somebody, it says like, you're good. And it's good that you're here. And the Lord sees us and, and it's something that we have to remind ourselves of because sometimes in, in our American self-reliant way of thinking, 
we can have this idea that, well, like I need to take care of myself until I can't, and then I'll, and then I'll let the Lord take care of me because he's really busy with lots of things, and there's lots of other people that need his help, and so like I'll just take care of myself unless I really need him, and then I'll call in the big guns like for this emergency, and, and we forget that God is infinite, and he can actually meet everybody's needs all the time, and it's okay to, to simply desire to be loved by him. And the fruit of that is, is that we come to share in his life more and more and more and more and more. You know, in the first reading, Abraham goes out and, and he notices these three men coming toward him. And, and Genesis says the Lord appeared to Abraham. And, the, and so the Lord manifests himself in these three visitors, which, which are often tied to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in iconography and, and religious art. And, and then Abraham goes about serving them. But perhaps underneath that desire to serve them is the desire for them to stay and, and the desire for them to be near. And as they stay, they offer this blessing at the end that in a year we'll return and, and Sarah will then have a son. That the promise that was made to you by the Lord decades ago will finally be fulfilled. And those blessings come into our life as we remain in the Lord's gaze and as we grow in union with him. And then that union bears fruit in the service that we do. Martha's problem is not that she, she's spending a lot of time serving, it's that that maybe she just like uh, is a little like two degrees off in the order of love. And as she's anxious and worried about so many things, she forgets that the first thing and the main thing and maybe the only thing that we need to be concerned about is, is allowing the Lord to love us and staying in his gaze and and allowing our Lord to meet our needs and to satisfy the desires of our heart. And the more we do that and we grow in union with him, it's then that, that our service kind of takes off and it becomes easy and it becomes natural. And it's never something that we do in, in the midst of comparison and think about like, well, I'm doing this much and they're doing this much. And you know, we stop scorekeeping when we're moved by love. And the more we stay there, the more united with Jesus's own heart we are. And we grow in empathy for others, and St. Paul says he makes up for what is lacking in the sufferings, what's lacking in the body of Christ, and, and oftentimes what's lacking in the afflictions of Christ is, is when we grow in empathy with others, we, we begin to bear their burdens with them and we suffer with them. And true community is formed 
when each member of that community finds themselves within the gaze of our Lord. And that's really why we're here every single week. Where we come to Mass every week. Why? Because it's an opportunity to remember that we're in our Lord's gaze. It's an opportunity to remember everything that the Lord has done for us. And the Church in our wisdom says we're obligated to come to Mass on Sundays. Not so much because we come here out of duty or we come here out of service, but because we're prone to forgetting and we, and we forget that, that the Lord is everything. Every time we receive our Lord in the Eucharist, it's a time to remember how dependent we are on him and and that we need him to move everything in our lives. It's only in remaining in his love that, that we take on his yoke and that burden that is easy and that yoke that is light. And so today let us pray that as we prepare to receive our Lord in the Eucharist that we're reminded of the facts that he came into the world in order to heal everything in our lives, in order to redeem us in the midst of our sinfulness, in order to love us with a love beyond all telling, so that the service we do will always be moved by his love. And that we always remain like Mary within his gaze and close to his heart.